movies. We watch movies. You listen to us talk about movies that we watched without you. It's beautiful. Thanks. Now this is podcasting. What is up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Super Films Cast 64, your one and only podcast for films in the world. It's a new concept, moving pitches. Adam, the moving pitches. Yes. You excited about the moving pitches? Yes, you're listening to the most diverse movie podcast on the web. You have mm. one white guy who mm. has... Uh, a girlfriend and a white guy who does not. Mm. It's very it's good to have diversity. And when Spencer's here, a married white guy. Yeah. Well, you're half married. You're in. Between. That's what I'm saying. It's it's a diverse. It's the whole spectrum of whiteness. <clears throat> the whole spectrum. Yes. Single, in between, and married. Yeah. Yes. Now, if we get a, if we get Soon a divorced guy, man. let's. We gotta Ooh. find a divorced guy. We do. I mean, Austin. Austin, Austin will be divorced be the... soon. He will. Yeah. You know, we were gonna get married and then uh, and then get divorced when we lived together, so we could say, "This is my. I live with my ex husband and my ex husband. It was gonna be me and David and Austin. We were all gonna get married and divorced. Just yeah, I live. I, I live with my ex husbands." <laughs> Which is, which is fun. <laughs> I, I, yeah, it's that'd be fun to tell. You can just tell people that without having to go. Yeah, through Yeah, but uh, you know, you gotta back it up, <laughs> right? It's very Nathan for you. You gotta, you can't just say it. You gotta do the whole thing. And it's important that it's know. too, because it's not funny that you have an ex-husband. It's funny that you have no. ex-husbands and you live and you right. live with them. That's more the specific. That's that's Multiple. the enjoyable part. You see, this right. is and the it, joke. That is being explained. Oh, not you're not the, being gay is not the joke. It's it's just the living with the husbands is the Trey. Joke. If I get on SNL, please delete every episode. <laughs> yeah, I know. Please, I've been thinking. Please delete like, all the episodes. <laughs> we need to scrub through everything and delete. Just uh, might as well just dump it all. Just delete everything. Yeah. What is what is to gain here? But also nothing. I don't think any of us did anything as bad as that guy. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think so. I think we have enough restraint. It's like any time I feel like, did I say something? Did I do something really bad? Or like I heard about something that happened this weekend that some people did when they were drunk and I was there. But I'm like, you know what? That's not in my character. I wouldn't have done that. So I know that sounds I like have a said those freaking things. Kavanaugh situation. <laughs> No, 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 no. It's it's not a Kavanaugh situation. It's just trashing a house. It's it's not anything Kavanaugh. Broke a house? Don't worry. No, trashed it. Just like made a mess. Oh no. I wouldn't have done that. Not in my character. To to make Adam. a mess? Yeah. Or not clean it up afterwards at least. Yeah, it is not in your character to clean up the house, <clears throat> a messy house. Right. Right. No. I, I if I if you offer me a house, I'd want a flat. Oh, oh! 
Oh, really? <laughs> yes. I see. If you offer me uh, a mouse, I'd prefer a I rat. I see your tail showing. <laughs> I see it. Maybe is this uh, the new Green Book, or have you watched uh, the <laughs> Rum Tum Tiger? I watched ten seconds of it, then I had to turn it off because <laughs> it was too spooky. It was too spooky. <laughs> it was scary cats. Oh. They're being scary. You didn't even get to the part where he's like hypnotizing them with his hip thrusts. I didn't. I'll get there. It's a. It's a. We'll get there eventually. Anyway, Adam, uh, I hope we don't get kicked off. Yeah, let's get to the less offensive part of our show where we talk about a movie just because of (laughs) 9-11. Yes, this is definitely going to get us on SNL, guys. Uh, So 9-11 happened last week, the anniversary of 9-11. And one of the hilarious stories that came out (laughs) of that tragedy. One of the millions of just (laughs) just stories that make you bend over and just laugh, laugh, (laughs) laugh. Right, was that they were when they were filming the hit hit Dana Carvey film Master of Disguise? It was during the the infamous Turtle Club scene. I'd call it infamous. You know, it's it's iconic. Iconic, iconic. is way better. Iconic Turtle Club scene, and nine eleven happens two thousand one. Mm-hmm. And they have a moment of yeah. silence while Dana Carvey is in a full turtle suit. <laughs> they're, they're on set. and <laughs> Biting people's noses. <laughs> and everyone <laughs> just sits, takes a moment of silence. But, I mean, they're not going to stop shooting for the day. Oh, no. They have to, no otherwise, no. they have to get to Look. the pie man scene. <laughs> 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 you can't delay the pie man scene. <laughs> no. Like when you're filming art, art doesn't stop for any kind of national tragedy. You got to make that art, you know, that art needs to live on. So we watched Master of Disguise, 2002's Master of Disguise. Uh, Trey, what was your experience with this as a a child? I've never saw this as a child. And I've talked to people, you and one other person. So that's my whole uh, my whole group of people i've talked to about it and and i guess it was beloved as when you were but kids did you, did you remember it like i remember seeing commercials for it i, never I remember saw there it, being though. tons of commercials for this and it may have been because i uh, freaking cracked up so hard watching <laughs> the uh watching the trailer i remember saying Line. I mean, am I not turtly enough for the Turtle Club? Turtle, turtle. I remember that was yes big in school. That was a that oh, was sure. a big hit. Um, sure. This is. I feel like that's like I feel like that's like uh, knowing uh, Darth Vader is Luke's father. It's just it's the zeitgeist. Everybody knows right. that. You talk to a person on the street and you say Turtle Club, and they'll go, "Am I not turtly enough for the Turtle Club?" Turtle, turtle. turtle. It's just universal. Universal. Um. And then, you know, this is what you're doing. This is what I want you to do. And he's doing yeah. that. That was another big one for me that I <laughs> yeah. forgot yeah. was a thing. Uh, but I do remember going to see it and and not <clears throat> enjoying it as much as I just enjoyed the trailer Uh huh. when I was a child. And I if, think the trailer might be the best part. <laughs> well... Uh, as we go through this, 
the movie is <laughs> is is I don't know what what it it's you know what I'll say it and I'll make this positive okay the one positive thing I can say is that they do not make movies like this anymore really no like it is a lost well, art this kind of you know stuff like you don't see this ever what this kind of <laughs> as someone who recently watched the love guru there's a lot of yeah. uh, <laughs> a lot of overlap here it's like it's, well it's Dana Carvey and Mike Myers it's the the kind of cut from the same cloth i feel like it's it's also a happy madison movie so it's an adam right. sandler thing it's kind of a transition <laughs> between austin powers it's trying to do an austin powers thing and yeah. where they're trying to do Dana Carvey in his own no, Austin Powers, and then there's no like wit, wit or smart to it at all. It's just, you know. Yeah. So it's this movie is freaking wild, and it may be the worst looking movie I've ever seen in my right. life. It looks so cheap. Yes. <laughs> like the the very first scene they're supposed to be in italy <laughs> or are, are they they're new well i mean the, i guess the first scene uh is the one where you know it's his grandfather as the original not the original master of disguise but one of them and uh mm-hmm. running away as as bo derrick <laughs> right is that and then mm-hmm. she she jumps off and like floats down she does the batman yeah jump. like you yeah. know she won? She kind of just stands there. She kind of just stays there like one of those uh, spinning princess little toys, you know? <laughs> what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Uh, she she was nominated for a Razzie for that. Oh, really? She wasn't that bad. Yeah, come on. Come I mean, on, Razzies. Come on, Razzies. Like, it's... Okay, so first, this movie made $40 million, which is more than... Uh, any comedy this year, <laughs> uh, oh I would. God. I think that's the people don't want to laugh anymore. It's too serious, Adam. Yeah, too serious out there. This movie's budget sixteen million dollars for a movie that is okay. eighty minutes long, and then they have like a <laughs> fifteen-minute blooper reel and care. Well, they had to character they had to buy that. Gr- they had to buy that great soundtrack, Adam. <laughs> you know, let me pull that up. Because that's like, when you talk about kind of like, uh, kind of, you know, like Tarantino is just so good at picking music for his movies. Right. Like, it's like that. Like, he just knows, like, these perfect songs that fit and these weird deep cuts. Just, let me, let me look this, because this is a masterpiece. Keep going, Adam. Keep keep talking. Uh did you know that Beyonce has a song on <laughs> on this uh, soundtrack? No, no. Yeah, it's called Happy Face. <laughs> oh, great, great. You got so you okay? You have Destiny Trout, Solange. So they have uh, Walking on the Sun. Yeah. Um. Well, they have uh, Walking on Sunshine. Walking on Sunshine. <laughs> They have uh, fun. <laughs> they have. I'm trying to. Uh, yeah, it's it's like every like on the nose 
song you could think of, they have that. You know, just for a scenario. Just, yeah, it's uh, it's great. I mean, I would buy the soundtrack right now. They they also have their own renditions of uh, the theme. They have uh, their own. They made their own theme song for it. M A S T E R. He's a master. Uh. So the uh, they also have uh, great references to other movies in this, like an awesome Shrek reference where Dana Carvey just nails, <laughs> nails uh, Mike Myers and Eddie Murphy. He just does, yeah. It's just like what's popular, Shrek. Okay, I'll just do a Shrek thing for it's not for any sort of comedy. The the no. basic conceit of this movie is that Dana Carvey is part of a long line of the master of disguise, uh, which means he is able to imitate anyone, and and mm-hmm. you know his father can uh, is very good and can actually turn into you know hit hit people like. Like Jesse Ventura. Jesse Ventura you know? and yeah. Jessica Simpson wearing a leather hat. Yeah, it's Jessica Simpson. And Michael Johnson. Uh, yes. <laughs> which, that is actually pretty funny. Uh, the one where they're like, hey, Michael Johnson, here's the Constitution. And then he just sprints away. And they put it in fast forward. And he just runs yeah. to a car. <laughs> that <laughs> I don't know yeah. why that's very funny. <laughs> to me because it's it's, uh, it's so bad anyway they kill all right yeah I'll, I'll admit i i do think it's it's funny that it's stealing like iconic things that would have like mass security you yeah know, but yeah i guess if you're, you're a master of disguise, you're master of disguise you just pretend to be a celebrity <laughs> and they're like sure jessica yeah. simpson you, <laughs> give you can have the lunar module <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'll give it that. Um, that's that's pretty funny. So this guy who collects uh, items kidnaps his pistachio disguisey, which is, starts <laughs> off with the, just an awful name. Um, yeah. Uh, they kidnap his mom, and so then they force his dad to steal so it's pretty much, it's items. It's pretty much, yeah. It's the plot of John Wick 2, pretty much. Hey, we're, you need to come back and 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 be an assassin, and we'll. Uh, who did they kidnap? I don't know. They they did something to force him, right? <laughs> I forgot. I forgot John Wick Chapter Two, but I wrote down it's John Wick Chapter Two. John Wick stole from Master. Of well, Scott. it's also John Wick. I'm just John saying Wick Chapter Two because of the cool slapping scenes. Yes, dude. I I tell you, you know, when I think of great fight scenes in movies, you know, like John Wick. Mm. Uh, the Matrix, Mission Impossible, um, Mission Impossible. Uh, then this comes up too. Yeah. Just the, the amazing choreography. Statue versus of the slapping fights. robot, which <laughs> yes, <laughs> like iconic man. You know, iconic. Now, like every great character, they have a fatal flaw, and Pistachio right. Disguises just happens to be that he loves small asses. He loves big butts. <laughs> he does love big butts, and he cannot lie. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't use that song. Yes. Yeah. There there must have been some sort of <laughs> some sort of licensing issue because they 100% yeah. would have if they could have. Yes. Yes. Um, 
he gets a new assistant with who he immediately uses his power over her to force himself onto her, <laughs> even though she yes. is a small butted woman. And he and his mm-hmm. grandfather agree that she is disgusting. Um, <laughs> one of his things is that he's he does impressions of people. He gets locked into some sort of like impression trance, and he can't. Mm-hmm. He he just uh, can't help but mock people to their face. Yeah, and that it's like it's like in Harry Potter. Not to bring up Harry Potter, you know. <laughs> When he was a boy wizard, he would, you know, things would happen around him. Like he would, you know, maybe his hair, you get a bad haircut, his hair would grow. Or, you know, uh, Dudley's being a dick and he falls into the snake pit. Just stuff happens around him. And that's what's happening to Master of Disguise Man, Italian accent dude. Pistachio Disguise. It's his powers. It's stuff's going on, you know, and he can't control it. He knows something's mm-hmm. up. Just like the Harry Potter movies. And for... Dana Carvey this whole movie is basically made to have Dana Carvey do impressions which yes. like he's a good impressionist that's fine at the end they just have him do George Bush for no reason <laughs> yeah. which, I mean why not like, that's the, hot right now you the, know the whole movie he's kind of doing his own characters and then they're like right yeah let's have him do a little let's why have him not? do a little Bush <laughs> um, yeah let's just do it but the, in the parts where he's just mocking people He's like, hey, you spilled spaghetti on me. And he's like, hey, you spilled spaghetti on me. <laughs> and it's like, oh, he just has a knack for impressions. <laughs> uh, so then his grandfather comes and and there's like a pop-up book that tells the story that I feel like is kind of shot in all cutaways where they were like, we got to yeah. somehow make this coherent. <laughs> Where there's some sort of <laughs> plot. We need something to tie this together a little uh, bit. So then he goes to try to, you know, work to recapture his dad. The first big master of disguise thing he does is well, to be a snake charmer. <laughs> yes, yes. The very <laughs> tasteful uh, scene where he uh, puts on brown face and, and, and pretends to be an Indian man. Yeah, and... So very tasteful, very you know, like uh, it's like kind of like Gandhi, like he was kind of channeling um, Ben, uh, ben Gandhi Kingsley. I, th- I felt Ben Kingsley and Gandhi, yeah, I think you know, in that scene, I think it was very well done. <laughs> and yeah, and he like does he, he plays the snake as a flute? <laughs> at what? I don't think he plays the snake. Uh, maybe as a that's flute. just at the at the. That's end. another movie. <laughs> oh, I, I guess don't... I didn't. I, once the end credits hit, R- I didn't you watch didn't anymore. watch that. I'm done. Trey, no, that's like that's done. the craziest the best part. No, okay. So Trey, once the final credits hit, there is like <laughs> fifteen to twenty minutes of just oh, him no. doing characters that are not in the movie at all. Are, let's see if my Amazon can still. There's he does like this this big this like candy guy, and there's like a little more bush. The. <laughs> The credits as well are also wild because it it goes and every character comes out and does a little dance. And, like, the fourth yeah, character that comes out is Kenan Thompson, who literally yeah, he has in one this. cutaway where he's yeah. just like, huh. <laughs> and it, Oh, I can continue watching. Okay. Yeah. So you got you to gotta watch this. I got a while. Yeah. 
All right, I'm watching it now. Yeah, everyone's dancing. <clears throat> so this movie was was written by Dana Carvey. Uh-huh. Uh on the IMDb, it says that uh Jim Carrey was considered for the role of Pistachio Disguise. <laughs> so uh, w- why? <laughs> why would you not star in it yourself when it's clearly written for you? And they're like, "Ooh, I don't know, Dana. We got to get Jim Carrey." Because I don't, know, Jim Carrey wasn't he kind of in his like I'm dramatic actor phase though then, which makes it even weirder. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Nealon was in it though. Yeah, for that was great. Yeah, he was fantastic. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm watching this. Yeah, without the music, and he gets married because you got to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, now he's uh, uh. Devlin Bowman, a classic bad guy in this movie, uh, has this, he does this little, subtle little thing. And, you know, it reminded me of of Alec Baldwin's Uh-oh. Trump a little bit, where it's just a little <laughs> subtle, where every time he st- breaks out into his evil villain laugh, he lets out a little teeny tiny fart. Oh, yeah. Just yeah, so... The, there's so many... <laughs> it, all these fart jokes <laughs> in the movie. It's it's very juvenile, like written by a, a twelve year old almost. You know, Trey. And I mean, and just like and and jokes like the 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 Jaws one with the old sea captain. <laughs> just like stuff that's just not funny. <laughs> and uh, you know, it's supposed to be for kids, right? And no one, no kids gonna get that. Yeah. I don't know. And uh, like I know Jaws is iconic, but. How many 10-year-olds have seen Jaws? But it's not. It's just funny because he's in, can't in a boat. Him. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Uh, there's like there's like a, a uh, Scarface. Right. There's know, a Scarface uh, guy. Yeah. There's um. Oh, there's Bob Ross. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's not bad. Uh, there's Scarface. There's an exorcist little like <laughs> exorcist but it's but it's halloween music so i don't know <laughs> yeah it's all over it's it's not great yeah i mean it's uh it's really bad i gave it a half a star i i thought it was just horrible uh i gotta say i gotta admit trey and this may get me canceled oh no sorry snl the fart jokes were funny <laughs> <laughs> I was cracking up <laughs> when I saw those fart jokes. Um, yeah, the because it gets really silent after he yeah, farts. It's not that funny, but I was, I was like, huh. Oh, now I'm at the bloopers that, part. Okay, they're cracking. Oh, up. see, there's there's they're some laughing. bloopers, but then it'll go yeah, go r- the right back to just you know. little bits of Dana Carvey character work. Now he's the queen. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Which is another weird thing. So Dana Carvey, when he does his Master of Disguise stuff, he's just Dana Carvey. When his dad does it, he completely transforms into a different person. And if he's right. going to... Well, that's advanced. Uh, you know, he's, that's, not, he's not He's there not ready. Yet. He's no. still learning. I'm surprised they haven't made Master of Disguise 2. 
Well, this movie after this, Dana Carvey was like not in movies for a long time. Yeah. Like it it it's poisoned movies for him. It was n- It's like what happened with Mike Myers and the Love Guru. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. Goes to show you if you pretend like you're an Indian <laughs> person, then you just probably shouldn't work anymore. <laughs> or you're not going to work anymore. Uh it's probably your breaking point. <laughs> So this movie, oh, now there's a bunch of girls with fat. Yeah, asses. see, so this is that yeah. one that is straight out of Austin Powers, where yeah, you know, he goes the in to bots. try to get them, and he rolls out girls with big butts to get him to shake around, yeah. and he does to try to break him, kind of like yeah, the exact same joke in Austin Powers. <laughs> yeah, exact same joke. This is his Austin Powers, like. You know, he's jealous of his buddy, Mike Myers, that he's making all this money from Austin Powers, and he's got to make his own Austin Powers. I mean, I'm not even joking. That's maybe kind yeah. of it. You know, you, they're probably like, this might be an Austin Powers thing. Rotten Tomatoes calls Master of Disguise the 18th worst movie of the 2000s. <laughs> okay. It has a... 18th? I want to know the other it ones. It has a 1% rating oh. on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Um, Jamie Russell from the BBC. Oh, so I'm sorry. So you know how I said it was 80 minutes and they added longer to pad it out? I- I'm yeah. I'm wrong. Uh, Roger Ebert notes that this movie is 65 minutes long and has 15 <laughs> minutes of credits to get it to that yeah. 80. Yeah. They had like, uh, it was like 10 minutes of, pre-credits too or maybe like 17 i don't know it was ridiculous uh uh let me see let me see rotten tomatoes austin powers so jamie russell at the bbc described the film as being so bad it makes movies like deuce bigelow male gigolo seem like citizen kane (laughs) (laughs) oh man that's uh geez um that's not good Austin Power. Okay, Austin Power's International Man of Mystery has seventy percent. I know that was pretty loved. Yeah, I mean there was enough to make the first one. Make three of those movies, you know? Yeah. Well that that was like actually like I don't know. I mean they were you know, kind of parodies. They they were very smart parodies, you know. Very smart. He's a man. I mean, baby. <laughs> okay. Like they were clever at least. Clever maybe is the right. best word. Better word. Yeah. So where well, this is not clever. The first Austin Powers made $50 million. Yeah. The second Austin Powers. Second one got a 51% uh, critic score, 71% audience. Even though I think I prefer the second the one. The second one made $200 million. It made four Man. times as much money. I remember that was the biggest thing. And I think, didn't wasn't it originally rated R and they changed it? Yeah, because it's PG thirteen. Yeah, I remember that being like the biggest yeah. deal in like nineteen. Oh, it was huge. And then and then Goldmember yeah. also made two hundred million dollars with a seventy three mm-hmm. million dollar opening. That's Jeez. wild. That's freaking it numbers. We should review Awesome Powers. I mean, I, I might put that on my list of things to rewatch. Yeah. I haven't seen those in so yeah, long. Maybe. <laughs> Wonder if those hold up. I'm gonna guess that they <laughs> probably don't. I bet you the first one holds up. The other two probably don't. It to, to get to make a guess. I have a feeling it's gonna be kind of like, I don't know what. 
I'm trying to think of what other movie was like this, but where they just like chuck so many jokes. It's just mm-hmm. like, all right, some of these are going to hit. <laughs> and you remember the ones yeah. that hit, but there's just yeah, going to be so <laughs> many that that don't. But, you know, uh-huh. a lot of vagina. I, I did like the, the subtitle jokes. <laughs> I thought those were funny. <clears throat> so, and I do like, uh, you're a cunning linguist, but I'm a master debater. Uh, so I guess the turtle club scene is, yeah, you know, kind of the reason that we watched this. <laughs> right. Uh, Trey, how did you feel about the turtle club? <laughs> uh, you know, I, um, it was a cool costume. <laughs> was it? I don't know. I mean, like a turtle shell costume would be kind of cool. <laughs> You're trying to be a turtle for Halloween. Ooh, Trey. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm good. Trey, we no. have to figure something <laughs> out. What could we bet on where one of us has to be pistachio disguise as the turtle for Halloween? You could, you could change uh, it what? to your profile picture every <laughs> so often. God, that would be fantastic. If like it was a, a, if we had a our version of a bad radio Super Bowl bet, w- yeah. where one of us has to go around, as, we have the Oscar bet. Pistachio disguise. <laughs> we do have a lot of, a lot of Oscar bets, but the Oscars aren't until, you know, March February. Right. We need a Halloween. When bet. do we when do we play in fantasy football? So we play Week Four, Adam. Plenty of time. <laughs> Plenty of time. Suits at Goodwill only come in a size that you would be able to fit an entire turtle shell. Turtle shell. In the back. Basically, the only cost. ball cap and the lip you, thing he does? You have to, because otherwise it's not the Turtle Club costume. Then it's just <laughs> Trey wearing a big suit. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. We'll see. Well, why is it me? Maybe you'll lose. Maybe Adam, I'll lose. Then you gotta wear. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe. Eh, let's. Okay. All right. Week four fantasy. Whoever <laughs> loses has to wear a turtle, <laughs> turtle clothes. Oh yes. For Halloween. Okay. This is. Now it's freaking on. It's on. <laughs> I'm I'm very excited <laughs> about this. This is a good bet. This is good. This is what we were supposed to be doing all along. This is what we're supposed to be doing all along. Turtle Club. Okay, well, we've gone on a long time on Master of Disguise. Um, I, I, it's definitely a relic or, or a memory of, you know, how kind of maybe comedies were back in the day. Or at least how, like, these kind of dumb slapstick kind of comedies were at, back in the day. At one point, he bites off the guy's nose. He does. And then he spits it back on to his face. Yeah. Which is just like a wild choice. And then, uh, you know, I remember my favorite being the Turtle Club, obviously. But mm-hmm. I was laughing pretty hard on my couch at Cherry Pie Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it, it's... I, you know why? I, I kind of like... The cherries as bullets, kind of <laughs> yeah. Thing. I didn't mind that. Like, that was fine. It's not good. Maybe it's just because no. the rest of it. I'm just <laughs> yeah. like so depressed. But 
Right. It's a very funny suit. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, the cherries as bullets is pretty funny as well. Yeah. Until the you know the bush, then the bush. I'm like, oh yes, yeah, got him. I need that. He pushed him. Got he pushed him <laughs> into the pool. <laughs> that's how he wins. <laughs> classic. Yeah, that's fight. how you win usually. Classic yeah. fight scene. You go in the pool, you're done. Did you watch? Did you watch the part where the inner workings of the the slap dummy is revealed? No, I guess I. I turned it off before that. You'll, uh, I have to go back. You'll never guess. No, I mean you really don't have to go back. Okay. What is I mean, it? you know, Ruin in it. in theme with Austin Powers, they uh, oh, it's a, a sh- little. Person. They have a little. There's a little person inside the slap oh. robot. He's dressed like Mario. <laughs> huh. <laughs> For some reason, and uh, I guess because they're supposed to be Italian. Ah, I see. And, uh... I see. Yeah. So we just can't get enough offensive Italian stereotypes. We gotta get Mario in there, too. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just just weird. He just, like, gets out, and he he was like, you were in there the whole time? And he was like, "Uh uh-huh. And he was like, hmm. Well, okay. (laughs) And that's kind of it. There's no real joke. (laughs) There's no... Just... Just how it is. It's, uh... Boy, this movie's bad. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad. I would, I would not recommend watching it. I would recommend watching the turtle club scene and then having a moment. You know, I would recommend it might not be. renting it. Yes, I would recommend not renting it, not spending any money on but it. But in a in a fun way of just being able to sit down and have a have a laugh at some stuff that yeah. may not be of just like how wild it is that this movie got made. Uh, it's it's pretty fun in in that respect. You know, it did remind me that Jessica Simpson existed, right? Because I totally forgot she existed until I watched this movie again. And also, she was like, like, oh yeah, the most famous person. Yeah, like the most famous person in the world, almost. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. Remember when she dated Tony Romo and people said, Jessica, please stay away. Yeah, I remember that. Finally, he met a good girl like Candace. You know, I used to work with Candace. Good girl. Yeah. I'm sorry? I used to work with Candace. You did? Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, she was the sports sports girl at uh, CW. Was she cool? She was cool. She was very nice. I have nothing... Yeah. Nothing uh, bad to say, <laughs> about, to say about Candace Crawford Romo. Why, why are you winking at me? Why are you... Why are you telling me after? Why are you writing after the show on the notes? I, no, I don't. I legitimately, <laughs> she is incredibly nice. No, I bet she is. And, yeah, uh, she seems like she would be nice. And and the baby j- looks just like Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking so, so nice, just like us. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, Trey, what else have you been watching? Uh, okay, so Austin, Caspers, and I, uh, you know, Austin from the, the Games Cast, and Caspers is a person we've mentioned a bunch on Games and Films Cast. We have been watching Avatar, The Last Airbender. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah? Yeah? Uh, and it's enjoyable. How far, you know, how far in are you? <clears throat> I think we're like six episodes in. Okay. I watched the first mm-hmm. season. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. And I never mm-hmm. watched any more. Yeah, I, 
I, I'm wondering why this is. Austin says it's like his favorite thing ever, right? Yeah. So I'm just kind of, I'm waiting for that point where I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. I, I like it. It's enjoyable, but it's a little by the numbers. You know, you got your uh, kind of hero story kind of story. Yeah, I mean, it for sure. It's good, though. It's really good. It for sure is you know? that. It's just It just checks a lot of Austin boxes. As far yes, as, definitely. As far as things that, that he enjoys. Um, yeah. Where it's a little silly, it's animated, it's mm-hmm. kind of wrapped in Asian culture, and sometimes mm-hmm. that's all that's all you need for Austin to be on all board. All you need, yeah. Uh, you know, I can understand that. I, but I it, have those it's also boxes. It's also very good. It's like a very interesting oh, world no, yes. that they create. And I'm not... I'm definitely not trying to say it's bad or I don't like it. I think it's very good. It's just like anything that gets like... You know, I, I really respect Austin's opinion, like like yours, and so anything that's like kind of not overhyped but talked up, you uh, you know, it's like okay, well, if you don't feel that the first, you know what I mean? Like if you're not feeling that way, it's like, well, what's wrong? Is it is it supposed to get better or you know, not? And it's not bad. It's just like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. I, I see what they're doing here and I like it, but I'm wondering if it's like. If it ever kind of gets really, really great, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, sounds like I'm saying it's bad. And then but I'm not. And then you watch Harry Potter. Continue uh, your, so your Harry Potter. Yeah, mode. I, I watched uh, Inside Lewin Davis though first, oh. and uh, yeah, I, I really enjoy that. Um, what happened to that cat? I don't know. Well, they found it, right? They found a another cat, and then he found found the real cat. it's pretty much the same plot of uh meet the parents pretty much yeah right is. yeah <laughs> that's <laughs> just him trying to find a cat uh i really enjoyed it and especially like you know i think it's one of those i can definitely relate to someone who's uh maybe like kind of sticking to their guns even though that's not the most popular thing and it kind of fucks them because no one wants to listen to his shit he's not getting any work mm-hmm. and it's like but he's like I guess, I don't know. I feel like, unfortunately, I'm a little bit like that, where it's like, well, I'm not going to do the popular thing. I'm going to do my thing. But my thing isn't necessarily going to make you any money or make you successful. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, th- I think that's an interesting story. Uh, definitely. I also think that it's it's a good choice in the movie that he is specifically not good. Because it kind of yeah. builds up to this moment where, you know, He's, you think it's he's gonna get oh break, here it is you know? yeah he you kind of haven't really seen a whole a whole lot from it and it's like all right he gets in front of the you know recording studio person and he's just like no I mean you're not you're not good <laughs> yeah which which yeah. I think is rings much more true than you know you would yes. expect for the movie to be where it goes and he finally gets his big break and it ends right in a happy note and so it's you know, it's not kind of as dark as a lot of Coen Brothers movies, whereas it's not mm-hmm. like filled with murder and death. Um, mm-hmm. Surprisingly, uh, I mean, there is a little bit of death, <laughs> but does John Goodman die or is he just stoned out of his mind? I th- oh, you may be right. I just remember him collapsing and yeah, I don't know. I think I think he, he ends the, up his okay. uh, driver says he's okay. Right. Okay, but, um, you know, but. Uh, I also really liked 
um, Justin Timberlake in it. I, I think Justin Timberlake's a pretty good actor. I, I agree. Uh, yeah, I, I liked him in it. I liked. I really liked his reaction when they're about to... So Justin Timberlake kind of has his own career, and he's doing pretty well. He's dating like his ex-girlfriend, Lewin Davis's ex-girlfriend, right? Or ex-lover. Uh, well, yeah, I, th- I think I he, he cheated on... She yeah. cheated on Justin Timberlake with him. Oh, he's okay, just okay. he's like Justin Timberlake's friend, but they had yes. they had a one night stand, and she yeah. feels and she's very, pregnant. Very she doesn't know, about it. right? And uh, so Justin Timberlake has like this, and Adam Driver's in it. Who I'm starting to like really like Adam Driver. I mean, like he's I mean over the years I've actually uh, really liked enjoyed him, mm-hmm. um, and he's. They have like this. It's like this, like really '60s song, and it's just kind of like really funky and and fun. It's actually the one I probably remember the most from the movie, and uh, and I loved the reaction because uh, Luna is like, you know, this, uh, I appreciate the money, but the writing in this, and then Justin Timberlake's just like, I wrote it, yeah, and gets this really like hurt look, which is just so funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Coen Brothers are great. Like they have such a good style. Like even I think the the one movie where I really can't pinpoint their style is no uh no country for old men mm. I, I i it's hard for me to see the coen brothers in that movie um it does does that make sense or because like this feels it's just like, like so brothers distinctly movie. coen right. brothers styled yes okay where there's just quirky weird characters right. kind of weird situations whereas i think no country is a little more i i think they're very i think also with with the book they were very uh faithful to the book so there might be a reason why uh, there's a little bit of it, but not like it's not like a Fargo or a you know or one of those or a um, serious man mm-hmm. where, where you can it's distinctly Coen Brothers. I liked Inside Lewin Davis a lot. I think it's really good, really good movie. Um, uh, what's his name is really great, also. Oscar uh, Isaac. Poe. Yeah, Oscar Isaac. Uh, I also watched. I've uh, been watching. Uh, Righteous Gemstones, which is which is good. I'm liking it. Are you liking it, Adam? I am. I haven't seen the latest episode yet, but okay. I'm, I enjoy it quite a bit. It's uh, it's. I like kind of where they're kind of going with it. I like how, like, John Goodman isn't this monster. Like he kind of has a heart, but he's been kind of corrupted because his wife died and he went to the shitter pretty much. Mm. Uh, which I kind of enjoy that. I. I you know, you think it's going to be one thing with the show, and it's it's sort of it does that, but it also kind of goes other places too. Mm-hmm. I and uh, so yeah, I watched the sixth Harry Potter movie, Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince, or maybe they should call it Harry Potter and the Half Chub Prince, because good God, they're horny in this movie, Adam. Everyone's trying to fuck. Who's the horny? They're just fuck. Uh, Ron is is hundred percent. In horniest. my memory, Ron is he's the hungriest too. He, yeah, he's eating a lot of food in this. It's a lot of food. He has a slight frame, but he's just eating all the time. And he's just horny, man. So horny. He's he's snogging. S- snogging <laughs> he's some snogging he's left and him. right. He is. Snogging everyone. Look. He's about to snog Harry at one point, because he accidentally takes some love potion. Uh, it's shot really well. They got some French... Uh, cinematographer uh, to shoot it, and I and I, it's the only 
one that was nominated for an Academy Award for cinematography. Do you know it's a uh, French cinematographer because hidden in every frame there is a baguette? There's a baguette hidden in every frame. Or a little mini <coughs> Eiffel Tower. A cigarette holder. A, ber- a beret. beret. No, that's... Yeah. A mustache. No, there wasn't that out Oh, okay. There, there wasn't any of that. Uh, it's a little... It's a little dark at times. It's very dark. Like the, the cinematography. Uh-huh. Uh, it could get a little murky at times, but that kind of fits the whole theme. They used a lot of restraint. They did add this scene where the burrow gets attacked, but they did a lot. They had a lot of restraint, not putting too much action in it. the The sixth book isn't necessarily my favorite one. Uh, there's a lot. It's pretty much an exposition dump, mm-hmm. and uh, you know a lot of Voldemort's past and whatnot, which they don't do a lot of in this. And uh, so it, it's it was it was good. I, I thought uh, <clears throat> with what they had, the source material, I thought they did a good job. It was a lot more serious, a lot less action-y, a lot more character. I could have done without some of the horniness. Like, there was just too much, you know, relationship stuff going on. I'm like, okay, I get it's it. It's true it. to be in 16. They're all horny as hell. Mm-hmm. I, I never thought J.K. Rowling really wrote a lot of that relationship relationship stuff very well either. Yeah. I don't know. And um, I don't, I don't really believe Hermione and Ron would be a thing. I don't Why? Know. I feel like Ron's just too dumb. You know, oh, no. he's just too much of an idiot. He's just, he's, he's just dumb, and she's smart. She's very sophisticated, and he's just a dummy. Maybe that's what she likes about him. Yeah, I don't know. They're different. <laughs> yeah, they're different. Opposites attract. I was always a Harry Hermione kind of guy. You know. Wow. And you get those two together. Wow. But he's with Ginny, who's Snog and Dean Thomas. Ugh. I mean, come on. Dean Thomas, he of two first names, and also something else that Trey mentioned. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Uh, Any- <laughs> yeah. So two, two uh, movies left, right? Yeah, two movies left. Are you going to be sad uh, to I see th- him go? I'm gonna be happy. I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> with, the, with realizing the realizing that it may not have been. <laughs> well, I, I always never really enjoyed the movies that much. <laughs> I mean, I, I liked them all right, uh-huh. and I've liked uh, the latter ones better. Mm-hmm. Um, Order and uh, Half Blood Prince better, and I, I do remember liking the seventh movies pretty well. Okay, um, but I'm I'm kind of ready to be done watching them all. You know, right? And, and I think I think it just it suffers a lot from not having a consistent director uh-huh. at all, no, or sort of cinematographer, steady yeah. hand. Yeah, yeah, and maybe it's not fair to compare it to uh, Lord of the Rings, but that's you know, Lord of the Rings had consistency. But even lo- with Lord of the Rings, you know, Lord of the Rings had what nine hours, ten hours of no, hundred percent. That's why I say it's not as, fair, as opposed and, to. <clears throat> Right. 15, 20. There are smaller books, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, Trey, I watched this week. I watched Network on your suggestion. Um, I enjoyed parts of it a ton. Okay. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed the relation, the weird relationship stuff. Not at all. Yeah. Which yeah, is that was k- 
kind of a huge part of the movie. Uh Uh-huh. So I gave it four stars. I see why you enjoyed it. Um, Mm. It's it's good. It's good. It's on Netflix. So, you know, if if you're listening to this, you can pop it on if you want to watch a movie that's good and interesting and... I think I think maybe the theme is is greater than the movie itself, mm-hmm. um, which sometimes is is good. <laughs> like, there's a lot of good stuff in it. I uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, there's just like a weird. Yeah, I don't. I wasn't a fan of that either. I think that might have been the weakest part, uh, and the whole like just the whole like tv metaphor they're just using the whole time to to define their relationship was weird yes right yeah it was they're talking about like oh i'm i'm the character that's gonna storm out and yeah (laughs) do that and it's like okay well i mean you are (laughs) like that's what that's what this is right don't try to veil this um and and it was it was in an era where like i i think too also it's in an era where uh tv wasn't as see i think today it would be maybe flipped i think because i think television is where probably the best stories are right now right whereas movies maybe not so much and so i think you would maybe flip it golden age of tv yes the golden age and then i watched so maybe it's that's not as relevant anymore yeah whatever i watched late night as well Okay. Late night, which was a darling coming out of Sundance. Oh, darling. it's gonna be it's great. Wow, Emma Thompson so fantastic in this. Maybe she'll get an Oscar nod. Maybe <gasps> Mindy Kaling. Wow, she's so great. Amazon bought it for fifteen million dollars. Hey, we're gonna release this theatrically, and it came out and it bombed. And boy, do I understand why this movie did not do well. <laughs> it's like not good it's not good at all (laughs) there's a there's it's a movie about writing comedy for late a late night tv show emma thompson is kind of like right up your a washed up tv host Mm -hmm. um and she can't keep up with the 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 Jimmy Fallon. She's like, "Oh, what you want? Mm-hmm. You want me to play beer pong and stuff and Mindy Kaling." You want to play Goldeneye with Pierce Bronson? No. <laughs> he did that. Mindy Kaling is brought in. She works at a chemical factory. Is brought in to as a writer yeah. because they have no female writers. They're all white male writers who have gotten in based on their own merit. Uh, not on their own merits a lot of times, but on their, you know, their connection to their fathers and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So Mindy Kaling comes in and they're like, hey, you do comedy, right? And she's just like talking over the megaphone at work at her chemical plant where she works. Chemical plant? Yeah. And... uh and she comes in and she fixes everything. <laughs> okay. Uh, a little bit. But along the way, she learns that maybe some of these entitled writers who were able to get in because of their fathers are also kind of funny as well. Oh. 
boy. It's like, it, it's like having your cake and eating it too. There's, oh, I mean, there's, it's. You know what? Okay. I, I never understood the, the saying, have your cake and eat it too. Explain it to me. Okay. So you enjoy having cake. Yes. Because you're like, oh, I'm going to eat this cake eventually. I enjoy having right. cake. But you, <clears throat> you enjoy it because you also get to eat the cake. Well, wouldn't you, well, isn't it like like uh, wouldn't it's like so? Let's say you're you a like po- politician who wants to ban abortions, and you ban abortions, but then your daughter comes home saying she needs an abortion. Is what? that having your cake why is the too? why is this your freaking <laughs> metaphor? No, <laughs> I explain it to me. I would say that okay, so you have money, right? And you want to mm-hmm. you enjoy the things that money can buy right so the point of having money is to spend the money but you like having money okay so have your cake and eat it too means you kind of get it both ways okay you're still not understanding okay. no i understand yeah let's go i understand <laughs> <clears throat> well yeah i think that's Okay, yeah, then that does make sense, because uh, who wrote it? Who wrote this Mindy movie? Mindy Kaling. Oh, okay, never mind then. I was going to say, if it was like a male writer, then it's like saying, hey, I'm going to write something about women empowerment, but white men can be writers right. too. Right, well, yeah, yeah, or yeah. It'd, it'd be like, yeah, I'm going to write this about how, um, yeah, you know, there needs to be more inclusion, but I, as a white writer, <laughs> like, should be the one to... Tell yeah. the story, <laughs> or like I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm the one that needs to write this, or right? Um, yeah, it's bad. It's on Amazon. It it bombed at the box office. Yeah, um, it's, a, it's a movie about writing comedy, and it's not funny one time. Why did it get? Why is it a darling then? Why I don't, is it I don't know. Doing so well. I mean, Emma. I I just I think people were wrong about it. I think people kind of get swept up in Sundance and they're kind of like, all right, well, we got to find a movie that's that feels of it. Uh, it's a movie that felt of the moment, which I think is what mm-hmm. people were drawn to. Um, and Emma Thompson is pretty good and gives a pretty good performance in it. Uh, and it's you know about telling your true story, being your true self, and. All that kind of stuff. So there's kind of themes, mm-hmm. but I think that is kind of missing the forest through the trees, um, where it's just not that interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm interested in seeing what the movie got on. See, it has an 80% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is huh. wild to me. Because maybe you're wrong, Adam. You know what? Maybe I'm the one who's wrong. Maybe <laughs> I was triggered by yeah. hating on white people. Mm-hmm. I would bet a lot of these are a lot of like, you know, the classic Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty good. <laughs> S- right. See yeah, yeah. where. Yeah. Uh, but that's positive enough. Where to it, be a it gets. Score. Yeah, it does not get the the splattered barf rating. But uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's what I've been watching. Let's do a little news. All right. News. Oh, have you seen Hustlers? I have not. I hear that's supposed to be really good. Uh, so have I. I Yeah. I 
I'll probably be seeing Ad Astra this weekend, but I don't know. Maybe I'll sneak right. off and see Hustlers at some point. All right. I need to see Ad Astra as well. Uh, September 14th, pour one out for Movie Pass. Shut down for good. Oh, no. Rip, rip. I know you used it. How do I, I not use it? say goodbye to yesterday? Do you have a song? No, I, I mean, I just did it. Um, you know, if anyone's listening to this, feel free to reach out to me. I'll send you my movie pass card. You can frame it, put it on your fridge, okay. whatever. Um, no, it w- it's great, and it forced AMC's hands to do the A-list stuff. Um where you're able, to which I might look into. The only thing is, uh, the theater right by me is the Alamo Draft House. Right. So I wish I don't know if they have something there or not. I don't. I think they have some sort of club that you can join, but I don't think it's the same sort of deal that AMC yeah. is. It works great for me because AMC is the theater that I go to, um, mm-hmm. and it kind of forces me to go there unless I want to see an indie movie, and then I and then I just suck it up and I. You got to go over to Dayton to see those. Uh, Jojo Rabbit won the Audience Award at the Toronto Film Festival. Green Book won that award last year. Jojo Rabbit, the Hitler is my imaginary friend movie starring Taika Waititi as Hitler. Trey, how does this make you feel? Do I need to compare Jojo Rabbit to Green Book? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, sure. Okay. I don't want to do that. <laughs> Viggo Mortensen <laughs> is Hitler. <laughs> Hitler. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm excited for Jojo Rabbit. I th- I'm think we both super are. interested in it. I think. Yeah. Uh, so you know, it's supposed to have an Oscar spotlight on it now. We'll see how it is. It's not like Toronto's we'll hit every single year with it, but that is kind of something mm. that it's tried to make it. The fact that it is the Audience Award and not you know the actual. Awards. Does it feel like we're maybe seeing who the Oscar contenders are now? Or yeah, it's not really? it's starting to shake out for sure. Yeah, um, so I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood's a lock for sure. Um, yeah, I think. Do you think uh, the the Elton John biopic is a lock? No, not at all. No, okay. I think that was people didn't like that as much as Bohemian Rhapsody. That was poorly definitely. reviewed. The okay. Rocket Man. Uh, yeah, so I guess Ad Astra looks good. Ad Astra, my pick last year for uh, yeah. Oscar nom. Yeah, I heard it's supposed to be pretty good. James Gunn yeah. released the cast of the new Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad remake. Trey, do you remember? Do you remember the Suicide Squad? I don't. Do you remember, have a, don't I you have that nostalgia for the Suicide Squad? Will Smith said, "Hey, what are we? Some kind of Suicide, Suicide Squad?" squad? Yeah, I remember him saying that. Some of the names on here. John Cena. Nathan Fillion. Okay. Okay. I'm in. Lula. I'm in with Nathan Fillion. Okay. Pete Davidson. Uh, Taika Waititi. Okay. Peter Capaldi. Uh, Margot Robbie. Okay. Idris Elba. Viola Davis. Okay. Michael Rooker. I might be in. I just might be in from the man Nathan from the man who brought in now some of these people I think are you know it says don't get too attached is the uh, okay the thing so I'm sure some of these people will be in for a second and Mm -hmm. get killed which is actually yeah 
perfect. I'm not. <laughs> I like that. I like kind of. I mean, it may change, but not knowing who is yeah. necessarily going to be sticking around. Uh, that's fun, and if you have enough big names to do it. Yeah, that's a. I think Margot Robbie's great keeper. You know, the, yeah. Do it. Oh, the Harley Quinn movies coming. Yeah. Well. Oh sure. Uh, Nathan Fillion needs more work. Give him more work. He, he's doing Castle. Uh, I do not. My sister was in Castle. Oh. Yeah, she uh, was in an episode. What was she as, what a she as a dancer in Castle? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like an actual dancer, not R- a stripper. No, no, no. I, I never said that. Uh, yeah, she was in an episode, and she ran up to Nathan Fillion and hugged him. Oh. I never watched the episode, but I know she was <laughs> in it. Wow. That's yeah. not supporting your family, Trey. I know. I'm not. Trust me. We. So my sister was, same sister was... Uh, a background dancer for um, um, Katy uh, for a Katy Perry. I, for, I think it was like on the Grammys or something, and she was like a backup dancer for this Katy Perry. Was she uh, Left Shark show? No, no wasn't it was Left Shark. No, your know, sister it, it, was Left Shark. Oh my <laughs> god! That, that 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 little show that she did, the Super Bowl <laughs> halftime show, she, and she was Left Shark. Oh, she was yes. Left Shark. <laughs> Uh, it was like a, it was one where it was a bunch of mirrors. Like there was just a bunch of people in like, you know, like green screen suits practically holding like mirrors up or something. Okay. And so my sister was like, yeah, she's going to be in the dance. And my mom's so excited. She invites all these people over at a big party. Oh, no. You don't even see her. Oh. She's just in the background with like a mirror holding up. And my mom was like, okay. Uh-huh. It was, I gave her shit for that. It was funny. <laughs> <laughs> like where's Leah? Huh? I guess uh, she's not in this. Well, she was right. wearing the shark costume. She was in it. She's wearing a shark costume. <laughs> she did not. She didn't know the dance moves. You remember left shark was that? left shark remember was a thing. Remember the shark? He didn't know all the dance moves. It was so Jeez. funny. What a maroon. Millie Bobby Brown. She's uh, gonna develop a movie and direct a movie and okay and write a movie what have you done trey millie bobby brown uh not that no none of that old. she's doing better than i am definitely it's a netflix movie that's my bar like i don't i don't get like jealous about athletes who do like are successful like that's like one of the things like oh i can't believe you know uh this guy is younger than me mm-hmm. But I do get jealous of people like the director of Whiplash who are like 21 and they've already made three Oscar-nominated films. Mm. Fuck those people being more successful than me. Uh, hear me, Adam? I, I hear him. You hear me? The Princess... No, that's great. The Princess Bride. I hope she does well. A remake. I think Finn, Finn Wolfhardy is even... I think he said like in an interview that like he the only reason he wants to be an actor is to be a filmmaker. Cool. So I think he has what ambitions a, to be a filmmaker. What a cool guy that Finn, Finn Wolfhard is. <laughs> hey, he's just a kid. Come on. Yeah, but just he's going through the weird boyhood phase where he is now, oh, yeah, I'm a freaking artist now. I I know, but to be fair, I know you're just kidding, but to be fair, I, I, I don't know. I, I have sympathy for a lot of these kid actors who become adults because I feel like the same shit we went through. Right, they do it publicly. Growing up, which is exactly yeah, yeah. it's different. It's terrible. You know, you can't. But I know you're joking. You can't all be the kid without the teeth who, uh, you know, is pranking people trying to look yeah. for jobs. 
Hilarious. Look, man. <laughs> we're, we were young once, all right? Yeah, Sony uh, trying to remake The Princess Bride. Uh, every time... Every time I think that I'm like, all right, they're out of things to remake. There's not anything that they're going to touch. And it's just like, oh, no, we can wring this freaking rag out. <laughs> That's like the quintessential teacher has no, teacher has no plan, so we'll put the song don't, in, the, in class. I love The Princess Bride. It's yeah. great. Do not remake it. Do not no. try to tell another story with just... Re-release it, I guess. What if they remake it, but they have uh, Fred Savage, like they did with Deadpool, <laughs> he's, and he's, he's but he plays a up. kid, and he's in his bed. I, yeah. I did see someone comment on it, saying, the only remake we want is Groundhog Day with all the exact same cast. <laughs> <laughs> Just a shot-for-shot remake of the exact same movie with Bill Murray Old, which would... Not big. I would love to have a billion dollars and just do that. Do a shot for shot remake with the same cast, same script, everything. And Trey, I know this is something that you're that you've been just super on edge about. Something that you love near and dear to your heart, the Funko Pop movie. <laughs> oh boy, Adam, I am excited for this because there's nothing more that I love than generic, lifeless little <laughs> toys that kind of sort of looks like like fan things, nerd things I love. And you know, now the directors, Teddy Newton and Mark Dindle. Who? Oh, you know. The Funko movie, in the past, they said it's going to focus on Wonder Woman, the Care Bears, Hellboy, what? Hello what? Kitty, what? Harley, Harley Quinn, Darth Vader, My Little Pony, and you know who else is going to make an, a little appearance? Uh, Master Chief. My boy, Deadpool. <laughs> oh, boy. They're just trying to do Lego Imagine Movie. Imagine freaking... Yeah, I mean, it's... That's it's exactly what it movie. is. Yeah. It's just Lego Movie, but Deadpool's there. You I think, mean... How do you think he's going to feel about his head being so big? <laughs> I don't know, Adam. Uh, tell us what he thinks. I've, I bet he probably has a joke about him having a big head. Yeah. Yeah, but I I don't think he's going to talk about that thing on resting on his shoulder. Oh, you mean his penis? It won the box office this week. Uh for the second straight week, Hustlers, the aforementioned Hustlers surprise success. I mean, I don't know uh-huh. how much of a surprise, but it was definitely a success bringing in 33 million dollars. Um, and it's actually on the Monday box office. Monday, yeah. it surpassed It Chapter it 2. It won. Um, so let's see. This week, we do have Ad Astra coming out, the Downton Abbey movie, and the new Rambo movie. Okay. Uh, I'm not interested in Downton. Yeah, I didn't all, watch really. the show. No. I'm sure it's great, but I'm not into royalty kind of stuff. Um, Your favorite movie series has, it, like, the last movie is named Return of the King. Well, that's different. It's fantasy. I'm talking about, like, royalty. That's fantasy. There's a difference, Adam. Mm-hmm. You know uh, what I mean? It seems like he's pretty royal <laughs> to me. Well, he's a freaking king. They're not, like, sipping tea Upstairs in and downstairs. <laughs> okay? They're not sipping tea. I'm sure it's a good show. I don't know. Upstairs, downstairs. I'm not is... people for liking it. Like Upstairs, downstairs do. is basically the tier system of yeah. 
Downton. Yeah. We don't need to talk about tier systems, Adam. <laughs> okay? Sore, sore subject? No, not really. I just should be third tier. At Astra. Because I'm a full-time employee, and I fill in a lot, and I do a lot of work. <laughs> Brad Pitt, supposed to be amazing <laughs> in At Astra. Yeah, yeah, he's just great. Oh, you didn't even put the story down uh, that Brad Pitt said he's not going to... Uh, do any kind of campaigning for Oscars this year. He said if it happens, it happens. Yeah. And you know what? I think it might happen for uh That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. He he's not gonna have to do no work. Like if you're a superstar, don't go around kissing no. bullets. Yeah. He's got it. I, I think he was again, I, I think I think once upon a time might clean up. If there's like nothing that comes out and really blows people's minds mm-hmm. or nothing like I don't know if nothing comes out that uh, is like uh, not important, but maybe kind of uh, hits on maybe a current event or some like the current climate, uh, mm-hmm. if you will. Uh, I think it might clean up. I won't do a mohawk bet, but I think it might clean up. There you go. Um, yeah, so I, I'm going to say Ed Astra wins this week. Oh, really? I'm not. I'm not. Super passionate about it. I, I'm going to go with Downton Abbey. Oh, interesting. All okay. the uh, all the girlfriends are going to want to go, and the boyfriends. I don't know. Who knows? All right. So Trey, mm-hmm. you have anything else on your uh, mind? No, you're uh, just looking to unload. Man, let me tell you something about the Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Cancelled. Uh, uh, no, I got nothing, Adam. They make great food. That's all I got to say about the Chinese. So our departing, maybe is it time since we did Master <laughs> of Disguise to move on to a new 9-11 fact? Uh, sure, let's do a n- new 9-11 fact. I know the Spider-Man, uh, we were going to do like a whole rundown of like movies that were um, altered, but we don't really have time for that, and that's easy to look up to. Just there's look re- it up on your phone. There's really only one that I wanted to discuss, and that is yeah. uh, in... It's a very merry Muppet Christmas movie uh, <laughs> when they <laughs> where an angel shows what it would the world would be like if Kermit the Frog had never been born. <laughs> I twin, just saw this. The twin towers are still standing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Kermit. I'm not saying that Kermit is responsible. <laughs> I don't think that's what the filmmakers are saying. But through some sort of butterfly effect. <laughs> Kermit the Frog not being Kermit born. Kermit calls 9-11. Yeah, yeah. It's Is there a reason why they did that? <laughs> I bet it came out in 2002, so I bet it was shot in 2001. Oh, yeah. And, and it's a TV movie, so they're not going to have the budget to digitally remove the oh, Twin Towers. No. So instead, it's just implied. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kermit, you caused 9-11. You should have been born because 9-11 happened because you were born, Kermit. Way to go. And with that, we say goodbye. And more next time on Super Filmscast 64!